Hey guys, welcome to the Mortgage Man Podcast. I'm Aaron, aka The Mortgage Man, and this podcast is brought to you by Tenta Financial Advisors, where we're going to discuss how to do mortgages, KiwiSaver, and personal insurance better. We're going to have lots of guests, lots of information, and lots of helpful tips so that you can speed up the process. Enjoy. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Mortgage Man podcast and video with Anthony Brown, brought to you by Tanta, above our heads. Um, Today we are talking about why a mortgage broker is better to use or more beneficial to use than going to the bank directly. Very important. I know that it's taken us 36 episodes to get to this (laughs) point, which... Quite surprising. Yeah, because I guess I thought... It was obvious, but we need to cover those points. Um, so you've got the hypothetical situation of you think you can buy a first home. You've got the option of going to the bank, which is probably a more trustworthy relationship to start off with. People like going to the bank because they've been with the bank for like their whole life. Mm. Um, but then they might hear someone say, oh, you should use a broker. So for a customer or potential customer to then approach someone they don't know Mm. with their financial position is i guess quite daunting so how do we benefit them and how can we make their lives easier more affordable cheaper everything all of the above Mm. yeah man i just want to loop loop around a bit but just i guess first of all i guess initial part of that question that i found quite interesting is why is it that we find the bank's so trustworthy initially. Um, I guess because we are you asking me yeah, a question? I'm asking you a question yeah. Oh, I think it's because like when you're younger, you like you get your little clever cash elephant piggy yeah. bank thing, and you're like, oh, this is a bank. My parents tell me to do this. They look after my money. Um, it's just a long term relationship, mm. and I think unless the bank has done something to like lose your trust, which doesn't really happen, yeah, um, in most scenarios then you're kind of like, okay, cool. I know them. They'll give me money. And I think the Kiwi way is still a little bit of like, okay, the bank is for a mortgage. Mm. Um, but they don't think that maybe there's a middleman that I should speak to that is going to get me a better deal, give me better advice. Um, yeah. And especially if it's an untrustworthy or unknown middleman versus like well, it's also, your mate that yeah. does this. And if you, if you look at um, generationally, our generation is definitely taking on mortgage brokers and understanding what we actually do a lot more than our parents' generation. Mm. Um, our parents' generation, most of them were with the same bank for pretty much the duration of their whole mortgage, which <laughs> we know as mortgage brokers is a bad idea. Um, mm. But most people just, you know, they get advice from their parents and their parents in a lot of cases are just saying, go talk to the bank. So yeah, we had to that's how they did it. Right? That's how they did it. You know, mm. so um, do you yeah. think, I mean, I have no idea to answer this question. Did they have mortgage brokers back then? Not really. So mortgage brokers sort of came around in the mid to late nineties. Um, okay. And it's just, yeah, it's kind of a slightly newer, newer sort of specialty. Um, yep. Most people okay. back in the day would have just gone to the bank. Okay. Good history lesson. Mm. Um, <laughs> so. Sorry. I, yeah. What was your question? <laughs> the main benefit or I guess, why is a mortgage broker good? I mean, I know you've got mm. this analogy that you want to use, so. Yeah. Have at it. <laughs> yeah. So I guess the analogy would be um, you could go out and buy a car, right? Um, but if nobody teaches you how to drive that car, it's kind of pointless. 
So it's the same concept when you go to the bank, they're going to give you a mortgage, but they're not going to teach you how to buy a house. So what we do is, yes, we're going to get you the money. We're going to get you the best rates like, like the bank will and like anyone else will. Mm. Um, I would argue sometimes better rates, better cash back, things like that. But what the main thing that we're actually going to do for you is teach you how to buy a house and teach you how to save interest on your mortgage. Those are probably the two fundamental things. How to buy a house, structure your mortgage so you pay it off fast and you save, save a hell of a lot of money along the way. Yeah, and the way that I talk to people on the phone when I'm trying to say, hey, have you used a mortgage broker before? It's like having someone in your corner, having a coach, mm. having someone that is going to explain the ins and outs of buying a first home and someone that you don't really have to pay to do that. Like you could talk sure. to the real estate agent that's selling you the house with some of those questions, but yeah. they are obviously biased because they're working for the vendor mm. and playing mind games. Um, you could talk to your lawyer which you obviously recommend, but if you're just asking some really mediocre questions that you probably shouldn't be paying the lawyer for their advice mm. because you could just be coming to us, then sure. like, it's kind of like having that, that coach that is a free service because we get paid by the bank. You can kind of like pick up the phone, call us and get hold of us quite easily. Mm, like okay. if you were going to call the bank to be like, Hey, how about this house? Yeah. It's probably going to take a while to get, obviously off hold um you might be able to flick an email to them but um yeah we're not better with good customer service <laughs> that's what i think anyway. i think it's, it's very important in the the home buying process to understand which what jobs does each person do and what's mm. in it for them yeah so for what's in it for us right we we can take you to pretty much any bank we don't really care what bank you end up with. So we're going to, if one bank's doing a better deal for you, if you're self-employed, for example, there's definitely much better banks than, than others. Um, some banks are doing different products. It doesn't really matter for us what bank you end up with. So it's in our best interest to, to get you a house and get you the best deal. Whereas if you go direct to the bank, they've only got their small select, you know, mm, yeah. they've got the products they can offer you and they're going to say, well, actually i don't know what any of the other banks offer so i'm not even going to go there um they couldn't even give you that advice if they wanted to it's like going to a toyota dealership and being like which is the best car and i'd be like <laughs> i can tell you about the toyotas but not the others yeah um and i think that comes to a good point is like if you were to do the same thing and shop around at the banks you'd have to go into each and every branch yeah. and give them your documents each time whereas you give us your documents mm. we write the story we send it to the bank that we think is best suited to you yeah. and we know the rules at each bank based on your situation so self-employed is one good example yeah. some banks are better than others deposit size is another example sometimes you just won't be able to go to these other banks because of your deposit size mm. um, border income sharing a mortgage with a family member um, all and, these different things and, and another one that's just just sometimes flat out depending on the what the bank's doing at the moment there's something called test servicing rate one bank you might be able to get two hundred thousand dollars more than another bank and we can literally take your information and download that into all the different calculators from the get-go and say this bank here is going to give you the most money if that's what you're after right yeah there might be other features like offset savings accounts or I want a you know flexi redraw facility or some some weird and wonderful thing that's specific to your situation. A good example. We're gonna have a bank. Yeah, if you're buying a new build, for example, ANZ has got like a three percent interest rate, whereas all the other ones are going to be giving you like a six percent interest rate. So yeah, that's a huge difference. If you're thinking, ah, oh, 
I can only go with my own bank, which might be ASB, and they might charge you double the interest. So, mm. yeah, so good rates, yeah. good options. It's obviously going to speed up the process. You're going to have your coach. You're going to have um, just advice, I think, is the, the biggest takeaway yeah. from it, right? I've got some other things written down. <laughs> how much does it cost? We've already covered this, but how much does it yeah. cost to the client? In pretty much most situations, if you're going for a, a main bank deal, it's going to be, we get paid by the bank for basically introducing a client to them. Um, there is no cost to you whatsoever. The only time that there might be a fee is if we have to do something like really, really quite specialized lending. And that's normally for like things like bridging loans or hmm. development type stuff, it's sort of more down the spectrum. But for most people, it's just going to be covered by the banks. Yeah. Okay. And I think another point that we haven't talked about just yet, but if you are somebody that is kind of on the margin, on the edge of getting approved or not, sure. and you yeah. send all of your statements to the bank and there's things in there, which we would call red flags, mm. um, which might be going into overdraft, having too much debt, just not managing your accounts very well. Once you yeah. send that stuff to the bank, they can't unsee it they've seen it, they now be like, okay, well, we have to write that note and we'll mm. have to like assess it as such. If we see it, mm. we can give you advice before we send it to the bank to yeah. make it look better so that rather than the bank saying, come back in six months, we can be like, hey, work on these for two months and, and then bring them back. And not necessarily even work on these two things. Like, let's just explain it in a way that makes sense. So when you submit an application to the bank, you're effectively writing like a CV of this is why I think I should get a mortgage. And I've seen some absolutely horrendous CVs that people have written where it's like, we're really nice people. And, you know, it's all stuff that the bank, quite frankly, doesn't care about. Um, they just run the numbers. They want to know details that are specific to affordability. So yeah. we're going to help write that, that, it's called a diary note and we're going to write that help write that for you and make sure whatever information the bank needs that's going to give them the best chance of saying yes is included in there and that's quite a big specialty of you know understanding how to make you guys look as best as possible yeah and especially if you want to borrow the most that you want like you can add a flat maiden which maybe a necessary bank wouldn't even yeah. think of that we could be like oh you know maybe you should ask for two grand from a friend so that you can mm. get into the 20% deposit and save interest. So many benefits. Um, Buying a house off your parents is a common one. Like how do you structure sales, that? Yeah. You, you, you basically, as a broker, you get to leverage. We've worked on so many hundreds of hundreds of deals that we've seen so many different situations and it kind of gets to the point where we've pretty much seen most situations that are even possible. So yours is normally just a template of something that we've already made work. And yeah. that's, that's a big part of it. And I think another thing is that we actually own our own houses. Yeah. And most assessors at the bank don't, I would say, because they're just, you know, that I mean, an assessor role is not entry level, but it is a younger person usually doing it. And I don't know, is that a fair thing to say? Or is that it, me it's, being... It's kind of like, it's kind of like, yeah to use the car analogy again, it's like somebody teaching you how to drive a car that doesn't own one. Yeah. Um, definitely, you definitely get a lot of knowledge from having a mortgage and seeing how it works and kind of working inside, actually mm -hmm. owning it and paying off of rates and mortgages and 
So there's definitely yeah, a relevant aspect to that. I think for me, especially like having that the investment side, I am really good at like the negotiation with trying to get a good deal, talking to the real estate agent, trying to make your deal or your offer look good if you can't mm. offer more. So like putting in other things that may make it more attractive. Yeah. Um, and also, which we haven't touched on, is second tier lenders. So if your mortgage got declined at the bank, you're probably thinking, oh shit, I'm not going to get a mortgage until I fix that problem. Yeah. However, with us, we have your banks that we can go to plus second tier lenders and specialty lenders. So if mm. you maybe do have adverse credit, but you really want that house, we could go to a second tier lender in the short term yeah. and then refinance you back to a main bank. Yeah. And that's a good point to understand is it's not necessarily about getting you a second tier option that you stay there for a long term. It's a, normally it's a very short term option, right? So that's six to 12 months. And then we're going to get you in a position where, cool, you're just, you're just like everyone else, but you might've had something that's slightly hampered you. Maybe you've been self-employed for a short period of time or, you know, what, whatever it is. Um, that's a good point. I get a lot of people like, yeah. I, I've only been self-employed for six or five months. I need to wait another year before I can get a mortgage. It's like, well, actually, you don't have to wait a year if you don't really want to. Yeah, and that's where it kind of comes back to, to you as the, as the client. Like, what do you, does buying right now help you in, you know, if you buy sooner rather than later? It's all, it's all up to you, and we're happy to discuss that stuff. <clears throat> so I feel like we've been one-sided, though. I feel yes. like we've just done Ooh. all the pros. Yeah, of using well, a broker so cool. let's think critically and be like mm -hmm. what's the disadvantages of being a broker and i think being a broker using a broker so i think the main one is actually having a good broker because there mm. are crappy brokers out there that don't communicate yeah. and don't manage expectations and i think that is the key thing of having like maybe a good broker versus mm. a bad broker but if we compare a good broker with go into the bank directly. Yes. Yeah, words, words, words opposite. Is yeah. there is there any I think positive I, of going to the bank directly or is there any positive yeah. or I guess negative of just using a broker? Yeah, I think the positive side potentially of going to the bank is sometimes they might be able to get a deal approved for you with you you needing to provide less information because they might have some some information on system. As brokers we we are supposed to we need to be seen to be checking, know who you are. So yeah. we need all your bank statements. We need most of the documentation. Sometimes the bank might be able to get away with giving you approval, you know, without seeing absolutely everything. Is that a, is that a, an advantage? Yeah. I think if you favor convenience, but I don't think you should favor convenience when you're trying to take a loan out of $700,000, it's probably something you should just do right. <laughs> Um, yeah, which comes back to the advice thing. If we see yeah. on your bank statements that you've got all these debts that we could maybe roll into your mortgage or consolidate, we can do things. that. Whereas yeah. the bank will be like, oh, cool, yes or no. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, I think it's probably ease of process and then also um, documents, really. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I mean, if you're not willing to upload your documents to like us, we're kind of like, well, you do need to take some part in like, personal responsibility of like, you know, buying a house is a big thing and you should want to do it the proper and most thorough way to set yourself up for the future. Yep. Yep. Um, I think to be honest, an advantage of going to the bank directly sometimes is somebody might 
approve you for a mortgage that you technically can't afford. I've seen that before. Mm -hmm. um, and that's just because they haven't actually checked your information <laughs> it might properly. might be not a positive, especially, yeah, right? it's not a, it's, especially at the moment, it's not yeah. a positive because they just yeah. haven't done their job properly. Um, yeah, okay. Yeah, I'm trying to think of other... I think it's just the time thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but again, that's not necessarily the case. Uh, you know, I think maybe people do have more trust, but that's why we yeah. gain your trust by having conversations, meeting you, doing Zoom calls. And if you feel confident that you can trust and us. You can come into the office if you want. Check out where we work. Check out this. You can sit <laughs> in the seat. Um, but I think also like it is, yeah, about creating rapport. You know, the person at the bank may not any report if you just think that because they're under the banner they've got that should we wrap it up there <laughs> yeah i think so i feel like i was rambling a little bit all right no more analogies that you want to no chuck more in that's there? it yeah well right. if you have any questions just just honestly just give us a call um reach out we're happy to talk about any situations like we said it's a free service just just talk to us see find out what makes a broker better than the bank yeah so hello at tanta.co.nz um <laughs> It's been there the whole time. <laughs> so hello at tanta.co.nz. That's how you can email us or Anthony at Tanta or Aaron at Tanta. Um, or just however you listen to this podcast, there'll be a link that you can kind of book a call and that will essentially start that process of seeing how we can help. Cool.